I'm going to see family over the holidays, Jen said, and I just don't want anyone to make comments about my weight. It's making me worry more, hop on the scale more, and generally be more panicky about the number. My immediate family, my parents and sister, don't make comments about my weight. However, it's primarily my aunts and grandparents who end up passively asking me if I'm working out or if I'm eating too many carbs, etc. I don't see them except for maybe two or three times a year around the big holidays, but the weight food conversation comes up almost every time I see them. Can you relate to Jen? It can be so exquisitely uncomfortable to feel like we're being assessed by our appearance. And not only that, but pairing that judgment with a line of inquiry like, have you been eating too much, honey? It just brings it to a new level of hell. In this episode, I want to talk about surviving family gatherings and visiting over the holidays, because some of your relatives might be fat phobic or diet obsessed, or maybe just plain rude. Whether food and body weight are a silent but prevalent theme, or whether your family members barge right into your business and try and give unsolicited advice on dieting, here are things you can do to help yourself survive and come out the other side strengthened instead of scarred. This is the Breaking Up with Binge Eating podcast, where every listen moves you one step closer to complete food freedom. Hosted by me, Georgie Fear, and my co-coach, Mary Claire Brescia. Before we get into today's topic, I want to share a heads up about the Breaking Up with Binge Eating premium subscription. You may notice there's no advertising on the show, and I plan to keep it that way. But for a few dollars a month, you can support me in making more content, and you'll gain access to more in-depth content, including full-length recordings of me working with real people. In Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe right in the app. If you're an Android user, head to georgiefear.com slash podcast, and you can sign up there. Now, on to today's content. Why the heck does Aunt Patty always comment on how you look? It's either, ooh, you look so slim. What's your secret? Or it's, you look a little chunkier this year. Too much wine, darling? If you have an Aunt Patty, you might dread seeing her. Because whether your figure is met with her approval or with a jab of criticism, it's painful either way. It really hurts to feel like, well, here I am, but you're not seeing my personality. You're not appreciating my sense of humor. You're just checking out my waistline. First up, I want to talk about how to bolster and ground yourself before family gatherings so that you go in with a strong, healthy headspace. Then we'll talk about in-the-moment strategies. And finally, recovering afterwards if someone does act particularly beastly or judgmental to you. So, prepping to see family. You may have spent previous years trying to crash diet before visiting home, or find a black dress that makes you look as thin as possible. Always black, right? But this year, try drawing your attention instead in a different direction. Rather than agonize over your appearance, imagine what you would like other people to notice about you. What about your presence or personality is a good quality? Maybe you have a killer sense of humor. Maybe you're naturally positive. Or maybe you're a really gifted listener who asks insightful questions. 
Think about what you want people to notice you for and know you for, and how you can bring that into the room with you. Then, no matter how a person begins to converse with you, if it goes toward your appearance, you can use it to play to your strong personality traits. If humor is your forte, you might reply to an inquiry about your weight with a snappy joke about how you're on the run from the law for gaining a few pounds. Or you could reply that you decided to support your husband while he's pregnant by gaining sympathy weight. When in doubt, confuse him. If you're a naturally positive person, you can always steer a discussion in an uplifting direction, which often leaves complainers and criticizers with nothing to say. Here's an example. If your judgmental uncle comments on how somebody else looks fat or thin, my favorite angle is to mention something I love about that person and add in, I don't care what he or she weighs. So it might sound like, you know, I ran into Mary Johnson at Target the other day. She looks like she gained at least 20, 30 pounds. And I might say, ah, Mary is such a kind person. I got the flu last year. She was so nice to watch my kids for an afternoon so I could sleep. I don't care what she weighs. She is such a sweetheart. Let's say the topic is a person that you dislike, however, or that you feel neutral about. You can still steer the conversation onto their actual human characteristics and away from discussing their body weight. That might go like this. Greg Davis sent me a message, so I creeped his Instagram. He looks amazingly fit and trim. I might respond with, I heard Greg started a new business this year. I keep meaning to ask him how it's going. It takes a lot of bravery to start up a new venture. So there's humor. Then there's steering the conversation to be about people's actual personalities instead of their weight. A third tactic I'd like to share is turning it back to the other person. If you're naturally a good listener and you can come up with creative questions, you can always turn the discussion back to being about the weight-obsessed or judgy family member. Let's say Aunt Patty comes over and asks, have you gained or lost weight during the pandemic? You can turn the inquiry around with a swift, I don't know, I've been focused on other things. Are you concerned about your own weight changes? Or if your cousin Lou says, hey, no seconds on pecan pie for you, your arms are looking chunky. You can ask him, what's he having for dessert? Or you can ask if he's monitoring his own pie intake carefully or only focusing on yours. If you get tongue-tied, you can always try the one-liner, eyes on your own plate, thanks. And if you want to keep it lighthearted, add a wink or a smile. Most of the time, people making comments about your weight aren't actually trying to upset you. They just don't realize how hurtful this sort of commentary can be. And if somebody keeps at it, you can always refrain, hey, I told you, eyes on your own plate. My dessert is my business, thank you very much. If commentary at the dinner table dips into talk of calories or how fat somebody's going to get, a handy redirect that can work is to interrupt. Wait, wait, can we talk instead about how delicious this is? Rachel, whatever you put in these potatoes is awesome. Unfortunately, even with the aforementioned responses ready, someone still might get a jab in that leaves you feeling really upset. In case that happens to you, here are some ideas. First, ask yourself what it says about the other person that they said what they did. Often, we can see that the offender is either one, 
highly insecure or concerned about their own body weight or appearance, or two, they're assessing your appearance as an inappropriate proxy for something else. For example, your mom might eye up your waistline because she really wants to know how happy you are, or she wants to know if you're taking good care of your health. Of course, it would be far better to ask you directly about these things, but some people may not have that ability yet. Emotions are really hard for some people to talk about, and they may not want to ask about yours because it feels nosy. Unfortunately, food, diets, or weight might seem to them like an easier or less offensive topic. So, if your mom does make a really hurtful comment about your body, exercise, or eating, you can remind yourself it's not about you. It's about her and her concerns, and potentially her inability to talk or ask about your emotions. If you end up being victimized by hurtful comments and you find yourself upset after a visit or event, I encourage you to get at least one good night's sleep, maybe two, and if you're still bothered, consider letting them know that what they said made you feel uncomfortable or hurt. If you want to preserve a relationship with this person, you can add in something like, I hope in the future we can have conversations about our lives and work and hobbies and not talk so much about body sizes. And if you don't care to preserve the relationship, well, you can tell them where to stick their opinion. If you have made statements like this before, trying to assert your boundaries, but your family members have not respected them, a great response might be, I've let you know before that my body isn't a topic I want to talk about. Can you let me know why you aren't respecting my boundary? Do you need more reminders? Because I could put it on a post-it if that will help you remember, but this is not a topic I want to discuss. Defending your boundaries is your right. Sometimes people need a reminder or two to see, oh, they're actually serious. I hope your visits with family and friends are full of connection and appreciation this holiday season. I hope your family makes you feel adored, safe, and at ease. But if you do end up needing them, I hope these tactics come in helpful. If you find this useful, let me know by leaving a review or giving the show a five-star rating. I'm Georgie Fear, and I will see you in the next episode.